Welcome into the Puttcraft Podcast. This is an instant reaction for tonight's memorial tournament that Eric Caselius won by two strokes over Matt Rolstead. 16 under par for Eric Caselius. This is his third career victory. Matt Rolstead, it comes up two strokes short at 14 under par. Sean Brown in third place at 10 under par. Ben Brizzledon and Zach Caselius tied for fourth at 9 under par. In sixth place is Anthony Dunkel at 8 under par. Cameron Caselius in seventh place at 7 under par. Mike Pendleton in eighth place at 5 under par. Caden Caselius in ninth place at one under par, tied with Thomas Pepin. And in 11th is Josh Benish at even par. Um, a couple of very interesting things that we'll get to in a moment here. Yesterday, we covered six holes that had never been aced before. Hole 9, hole 14, hole 6, hole 12, hole 15, and hole 8. And wouldn't you believe it that four of those six holes have now been aced. Hole 14 still hasn't been aced. It may never be, and hole 12 has still never been aced. Uh, let's start with hole six. Um, two people aced it tonight. Zach Aselius and Mike Pendleton both aced hole six. Hole eight, we had two people also acing it. Anthony Dunkel and Thomas Pepin both aced hole eight. Hole nine, we had one person do it. That was Matt Rolston. And then hole 15, we had two people doing that as well. Sean Brown and Mike Pendleton. So uh, a, a really great night for aces. We'll get to that uh, more on that in just a little bit. Um, the 1,000th ace, I think we found out, found who it was. I still have to do some double, triple, quadruple checking, but based on... Uh, the information I have, I think we know. So, um, Sean Brown's the only one to ace the first hole, and he's the only one to ace the second hole tonight. Uh, Matt Rolstead's the only one to ace the third hole. Um, let's see here. Who else stuck out on that front? Um, bum. Eric Caselius aced 13 twice. Thomas Pepin aced 10 twice. Sean Brown aced 11 twice. Um, Sean was the only person to ace 17. Uh, interesting, kind of interesting when you consider that hole and, and how, how luck plays a factor to it. I'm very surprised to see only one ace on that hole. Um, and, uh, that those are the only ones that stick out as in individuals. Okay. Let's talk about the thousandth ace here. Um, I had it narrowed down to five. And again, this was just an initial quick look. I wanted to get an answer as quickly as I could. Um, let's see, where are my notes here? Uh, Eric Hesselius on 13. Caden Hesselius on 11. Sean Brown on 11. Um, Matt Rolstead on nine. And what was the other one? Cameron Hesselius on 11. I knew that it took place in the first nine holes of the first round. Uh, so it happened relatively quickly. We were 13 away tonight from 1,000. We ended up with 40 aces, so just under four per person. Um, so it, it happened in that kind of that first, uh, the, the, those first nine holes, and I had it narrowed down to those five. I determined, I confirmed that Eric Caselius's Ace on 13 happened at 620, 
Sean Brown's group was on hole 10 at that time, just approaching hole 11. Um, Caden had honors over Sean at that point, and he aced it. That was 999, and then Sean aced it right after Caden. That was 1,000. So I believe that Sean Brown had the 1,000th ace in Puttcraft history on the 11th hole, um, at about 622. So this was a boom, boom, boom. Eric's was at 620. Caden's was at 621. Sean's was at 622. We know that Cameron Hesselius aced 11, but that was after those guys. Um, cause he was in the group after. And then Matt Rolstead aced nine, but that was a couple minutes after that, around 627 or so. And that's where I have to do some confirmation there. Cause I, I, I've, I, I have all the data on the, each photo um like i have i have matt teeing off on eight and i can see sean finishing up on 10 um i think it was eight maybe it was seven whatever again i have to double triple quadruple check this but i'm pretty sure uh sean's uh uh, ace on 11 was number 1000 doesn't matter not really it's kind of fun you know, and I, I, I had a good time looking into it. So um, let's look back at the last three events to take place at um, uh, Veterans or last two events to take place at Veterans Memorial Park. And, you know, when Sean won here for the first time, this would have been in July of 2021. This would have been our... One, two, three, four, five, six, our sixth ever event. Sean had a 20 under par, 55.6% BE percentage, 80, 94.4% BEP percentage. The only holes he bogeyed were one and two on his back 18. At the time, we were like, good win, Sean. Congratulations. You beat Joel home by four strokes. Nice, nice win there. I mean, he had been winning by that point. Um, but it isn't until two years later when we are able to really see how special of a win that was. First off, he set a course record that day that has not been beat. Um, Matt, last year, went 17 under par in winning, so three strokes off of Sean's uh, win the year prior, with a 50% BE percentage and an 86.1% BEP percentage. And then this year, Eric Aselius went 16 under par, so four strokes off of Sean's 20 under par. So, you know, I mentioned this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm fascinated by how history is going to um, you know, make things more clear. For example, when we head back to Centennial Lakes in July, if, if somebody aces, aces hole nine, uh, Joel Brown's hole of the year this year, we're going to know like, oh, we were probably wrong about that. Maybe should have been Brian at Dred Scott, Brian Blackinger at Dred Scott. Um, you know, and history is going to show us that with the more data we pull, you know, at the time it was like, oh, nice win. But now th- couple years later, two years later, literally, uh, 23 months later, where we just see, we see how much more special it was. It was a really great event from him that night, not to take anything away from the person who won tonight, which is Eric Aselius, who had six aces, uh, second only to Sean Brown with seven aces. Um, but, uh, I think it's, I think that is the more data we build, the more data we gather, the more interesting this is going to become. Um, 
So a, a couple of other things. Uh, ben Brizzledon, um, up from Milwaukee this evening, went 47-42. You know, got some of those jitters out uh, after his after his first 18. Um, had a really good back 18 and ended up finishing in the top five. He was actually in the first group out. And it got me thinking, I wonder if... For events over 10 players, if we've ever had somebody in the first group out, so basically in, in last place, come back and finish in the top five. I'm sure it's happened before, um, but uh, I, I maybe not, maybe not. So, um, you know, so a really impressive performance from him. Couple of interesting round one to round two changes. Okay. So Eric went 38 in his first 18 and then 44 on his back 18. And, you know, that was lower than Anthony Dunkel, who finished in sixth place with a 43 on his back 18. That was lower than, um, Zach Asilius on the front 18 with a 43 or Ben Brizzledon on the back 18 with a 42. So, you know, hung on quite literally with Matt Rolstead, you know, objects in your mirror are closer than they appear breathing down his neck. Um, Matt went 43-41, so shaved two strokes off of his back 18. Uh, just, it wasn't quite enough. And then, of course, you know, we saw we saw Matt with the bogey on 18, giving Eric quite a bit of, of, of room to, um, uh, to, to win the event, and he did. Uh, Sean Brown, 40 on the front 18, 48 on the back 18, um, including... Uh, a triple on nine, which was the highest score that we'd saw tonight on nine, uh, and a double on 10, which was the highest score that we saw tonight on 10. Um, so, you know, a back 18 to, f- uh, to forget for Sean, but also very uncharacteristically had seven aces and led everybody. And we kind of know that Sean isn't necessarily a player that hits a lot of aces. He, he wins uh, using other methods. Um, I spoke about Bren Berzelden and, yeah, you know, for the most part, everything was pretty similar front 18 to back 18. This is a frustrating course. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I like the course because it's, it's, it's private. It's covered by a lot of trees, evidenced by all of the debris on the field. They were nice enough to let us use their blower beforehand. That thing was awesome. Um, I think I need to upgrade my blower, uh, cause wow, that thing was Great. Um, we didn't have, I don't think, a single ball stuck in 17, which was great. You know, the turf is starting to um, uh, come up in a couple areas, but still absolutely playable. The tin cups, I know, frustrate a lot of you, but just remember, we're all playing on the same cups. And, you know, to me, and I didn't play tonight, but this course reminds me a lot of Dred Scott, where it's really, really unpredictable. And especially coming off of Lily Putt, where it's really flat. And if you hit it straight, if you hit a straight eight foot putt and you've got eight feet to go, it's going in. Um, here, it's anyone's guess. And I know that a lot of you, I know some of you really, really dislike this style, of course. This is a Dred Scott type style. Um, and, you know, I understand. I get it. I get it because there's a lot of unpredictability. There's a, a little bit of luck involved. 
Um, but uh, we're going to continue to play this course once a year. It's a once a year course, and uh, well, the Open will play it once a year. I think we're going to we're going to do our youth event there and an E League event there later this summer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, a couple podcasts ago I talked about this. So, um, but overall, a really good event. We had 11 players. Um, Eric Casilius's third win. Um, he said that uh, on on the Instagram comments that he blew the lead at Loon's Nest. Um, was that correct? Let's see here. I am way off here. Yeah, I think he was one stroke off the lead, if memory serves me correct. It was only a couple weeks ago. One stroke off the lead. He and Joel Brown were both one stroke off the lead. So that one's probably been uh, on the forefront of his mind um, there. But yeah, the 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 top three players in Puttcraft finish one, two, and three. Zach Casilius keeps his top five streaks uh, streak going. I believe it's at seven now. Um you know, it just it just a really good night all around. A lot of aces, forty aces. We crossed the thousand ace mark, and uh, I'm excited for the next event. So, uh, thanks again for everybody who came out tonight. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this uh, abbreviated edition of the Puttcraft Podcast, and we will talk to you next time.